you know you've made it in a profession when you have your own word. Primatologist. Proctologist. <laughs> have I ever told you the story about my wizard pipe? No. My first year in Washington working on my master's, mm -hmm. I was an RA. And partway through the year, we found like a random pipe. Not like a bomb, like an actual pipe, like a long, skinny little pipe somewhere. Like a crack in the pipe? building. No, just like a normal Gandalf gentleman's, pipe. yeah, gentleman's like a Gandalf pipe. pipe. Oh, okay. And it was, I don't know, we found it somewhere when we were like cleaning up at the end of the year. Maybe we found it in a room, or maybe it was like in the office somewhere. So I like stuck it in my mailbox. As you do. And the next year, when I came back, I was no longer, I was no longer an RA. But a friend of mine who was on that same team with me the year before was in the same building. And when she was cleaning at the beginning of the next year, she found the pipe in the mailbox. And so, you know, she saw me on campus one day and she's like, oh, Ben, I found your pipe in the mailbox. You like my pipe? No, I remembered. So she gave it to me. It was like eight inches long, nine inches long. So it's not like you have pocket space for something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, of course you don't have pocket space for something like that. I do. <laughs> I'm just saying all of that space is occupied by other stuff. <laughs> other equally long things. Yes, yes. Time for a dick joke. Dick jokes. So I was wearing a jacket. Uh -huh. And I stuck the pipe into my sleeve. I'm like, okay, I only have to walk around a little bit today. It's not heavy. And the jacket kind of had like an elastic around the wrist. It would just sit there, like hang out under my elbow, basically. So I'm walking around with my friends mm -hmm. who the year before had made jokes about oh, Ben must be a wizard because he is really involved in this club and that club, and he's a grad student, and he's an RA. So the only way he could possibly manage all of his time commitments is if he has magical powers. Right. So at the beginning of next year, I'm walking with this same group of friends, and it comes up in conversation that I am some kind of wizard due to my time management skills. And I say, well, duh. I then reach into my sleeve and pull out a pipe, like an eight-inch long wizard pipe and everyone's <laughs> like do you just do you just always carry that around to make this joke i'm like no no i don't it just happened today accio pipe <laughs> but yeah it was uh i thought it was pretty funny so now that you've brought it up you have excellent time management skills i hear how did you get bequeathed with such skill lots of practice I also don't sleep as much as most people. How many hours do you sleep? Six hours a night. I think most people shoot for eight. It's that extra two hours. I mean, when I was an RA, that's when I did all of my homework. After every, all of my residents went to bed. <laughs> Interesting. What I'm hearing is that you've traded your soul for arcane knowledge on how you can better organize your time. And one of the prices for that knowledge was your sleep. Uh, yes, very much so. So far, it seems to be worth it, though. Did I ever tell you the, the story? There's a, I have a dick measuring story. <laughs> um, you, okay, hold on. Uh, you have a dick measuring story. Yeah. So they actually released a paper, like a scientific paper or a journal article, discussing the average size of male genitalia in humans. It was me, a friend of mine, and then another, a female friend of mine. 
were talking about it. And we were upset because nowhere in the paper do they describe the method for measuring. It's like, do you measure it dorsally or ventrally? Do you, you know, like... And they, like, say that they're like, oh, yes, well, what we did was we mailed people, like, a little cardboard ruler, and it had instructions on how to measure it. And we were just upset that the instructions on how to measure your penis were not included in the article itself because that meant that we couldn't measure our own penises and see how we stacked up to the average because we possibly would have been measuring it wrong. So did you come up with your own method, the Gombashian method? No, I just we just kind of gave up on it. I remember once I was doing RA interviews, and so we were interviewing somebody, and this person, like in the initial bit of the interview, seemed like very nervous. And then we started talking about zooxanthellae, which are an organism that live inside of coral. Okay, it's naturally. Like a, it's like a, an algae, I think, is the best way to describe it. But they live inside of coral and produce the food for the coral. And then sometimes okay. the coral can, like, expel them if they're having issues. And then the coral, like, loses its color and it's coral bleaching, which is what destroys coral reefs. At certain temperatures, maybe the zooxanthellae are, like, taking up too much. The coral produces a product and that the zooxanthellae uses to synthesize things. But if, like, it's too warm, then the zooxanthellae are taking more than the coral can give. So that's when they'll, like, okay, yeah. kick them out of their house, kind of. And uh, so we started talking about zooxanthellae and coral bleaching, and the the whole tone of the interview changed. <laughs> that person got a job, so... There's a pro tip. All you need to know is stuff about coral. So at your next interview, just ask them, be like, so are you familiar with coral bleaching? And if they say no, move on. (laughs) (laughs) I have a technical question. (laughs) Tell me everything you know about coral. You never know. It could be the icebreaker you need. It could be the icebreaker you need. You never know. There could be a dual major out there who wants to be a programmer and a Coral biologists, choreologists. Are there words for I'm, people that? I'm sure there is a word, but I don't know what it is. I was going to say marine biology, but I always think of like dolphins and sharks. <laughs> I'm sure it's much broader subject than that. See, someone who studies coral. What do you call a person who studies coral? Corologist. Here it says a coral reef biologist. Oh, you know you've made it in a profession when you have your own word. Primatologist, proctologist. <laughs> what do you think of these guardians now that they're official Pokemon? So are we still going to call them like the uh, the Pinata guardians or whatever? <laughs> Pinata guardians. We were talking a while ago about how every guardian was probably going to have a different um, terrain move, right? Yes, and yeah, I, I think you said that. I think that is something that's happening. So that one's ability is Psychic Surge. And the message that the game produces is, the battlefield just got weird. <laughs> <laughs> or no, the battlefield got weird. That's the psychic <laughs> terrain. It's weird. Let's get weird. <laughs> I think I kind of have a better idea of what that second one is, Tapu Bulu. I think it's a bull. It's a bull. Yeah. That wasn't very clear from the leaks. It was not. I was looking at, and I was like, what? I think one of the 
things we said last week was uh, manta ray, I think, was one that you thought of. Yeah, we did say it looked like a manta ray. But it's a bull. I do like how his tail is a bell. Okay, so he's got a grassy terrain. Did grassy terrain already exist? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the battlefield just got weird. <laughs> and then Tapu Fini. What does it say for uh, grass surge? Uh, it says the the battlefield was covered in grass or something. It's not funny. Oh, that's too bad. And then Tapu Fini gets misty surge. Mist swirls around the battlefield. So I think misty terrain is a fairy thing, right? Yeah, if it turns pink. Yep. Tapu Fini. A lady inside of a fish head. Yep. Oh, and her hands are kind of like webbed. And her hair is kind of like fins. All right, Z-move time. What do you think of the Z-move? It's only mildly ridiculous, but also pretty awesome. <laughs> Look at the face of the little girl when she does, like, the fist. The hand crush. She's like, yay! <laughs> Giddily destroy that thing. It's a little disturbing. Poor Probo Pass. Like, look at her face. She's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> right, they reveal Cosmog. Cosmog. That's a good name. It's just psychic type. Interesting. Now we get Fathead Persian. I like Fat Persian. It reminds me of Squacy. <laughs> just a little bit. Is your cat just a little too big? Is that what you're saying? No, Squacy's like 11 and a half pounds. <laughs> It's only slightly overweight for a cat, unless she's a bigger Megan cat. Megan had a cat that was 20 pounds. Grandma has like six to eight cats, and I think some of them are 20 or more pounds. Is this Grandma Gombosh? No, this is Grandma Vance, my mom's mom. Grandma Gombosh passed away like 17 years ago and did not have cats or dogs, to my knowledge. Not that I remember, but Grandma Vance has several cats. So Fat Persian's uh, gym changed color, too. It's blue now. Became sapphire instead of... Instead of ruby. Ruby. <laughs> oh, man. I, I like that Persian, though. It's goofy. Did you see it has a different ability than Persian? Fur coat. I think that's the one, if I'm not wrong, that the furfru has. I have no idea. I never really use furfru. Furfru is surprisingly defensive. For generic white dog Pokemon. Yeah, fur coat. Halves the damage from physical moves. Psy Shock, Psy Strike, and Secret Sword. Does not affect moves that deal direct damage. Does Furfru have stats to back that up, though? So we've got... Furfru's got a defense of 60. <laughs> I guess that kind of works, because it's like 90. And then if it halves damage... You get a little more mileage out of your base 60 defense. Got pretty good HP for a single evolution Pokemon. He's awkwardly fast for how poor the rest of his stats are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's quick enough, but I would say the attack is a little low. Does this thing get Cotton Guard? Um. Oh, give it Cotton Guard. It does. <laughs> oh, yeah, like level 50. <laughs> oh, okay. Cotton Guard, Toxic. Does it, like, learn Rest or something? Yeah, it does get Rest by TM. Oh, my God. And it gets Thunder Wave. Ooh, Substitute. It's kind of fun. U-turn. I mean, it's got an okay moveset. It's usable. I might have to make one of these. Mainly because I like Pharaoh uh, for fruit. <laughs> That's probably the only reason why I went to make one. 
Oh man, Pharaoh Furfru, you're so cool. Now another Pokemon has it, and it's Fat Persian. <laughs> oh, Fat Persian! I am so excited. Do you think Fat Persian's going to be in both games? I don't know, because Fat King probably won't be. <laughs> why, why are there so many fat Pokemon? I know, I'm just now realizing. So, like, with the Alolan version, are you just, like, feeding them a lot? That's what Grimer and Mux is. They just ate so much poison that there's now a different type of poison. More colors, but not as stinky. Apparently they're not stinky anymore. Witness the beginning of the Pokemon Alola region. Okay. So there is an Elite Four, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe you help make the Elite Four. That would be So it cool. seems like they're founding a league, so that might be why there aren't gyms. They haven't established oh, a league sense. system yet. They will likely have gyms in the future. Or at least, like, alter the trial slightly to more conform to the league style. That kind of got me thinking about, like, the Orange League. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's have a race. Yeah. Honestly, though, it's it's kind of how the trials are. Go take some pictures. They're just like, go take a picture of a Hakukuman, or whatever the guy's name is. Ha- Hakamo'o. I know this guy's name. Hakamo'o, yeah. I like how they're like, I don't like having my picture taken. I'm going to attack. But, so, Mount Lanikila? Mm-hmm. The highest peak. Ooh. Some people are hypothesizing that the uh, the Kahunas will become the Elite Four. That would make sense, because there's four of them. And it seems like there are only going to be seven trials. There's this battle tree? Some kind of tree. Battle and team up with the other famous trainers. Does that mean you get to fight Cynthia and team up with Cynthia? Probably. Yeah, it looks like it. I wonder if they're going to have more than just the ones they've showed so far. That would not surprise me. Cynthia and... uh, Oh, what's the guy's... Wally. Wally and the other two. And then the other two. Red is older. Yes, as is blue. I feel like red looks most noticeably different, though. Yes. So just looking at this, I was reading, so... Okay, so then Blue says, nice to meet a fellow champ. Yeah, what do you say? Red. And Red says nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Still silent as ever. The next line of dialogue is, still as silent as ever, eh? I kind of wouldn't mind it if Red said something, just like once, you know? I think it'd be awesome if he's like, isn't that right, Red? And he just says, no. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yes and no. Right, that's all he says. Just like, it's like, are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he looks pretty cool. Blue's character looks pretty good. His model. Yep. And he's got his uh, Alakazam. Alakazam. So it's likely he's not changed his team in 20 years. He doesn't have mega Alakazam. We don't know. I guess you don't see any stones, though. You know, usually the stones are like a prominent feature, like Wally's necklace or something. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, is it Diana? Who's the X and Y? Her name's something with a D. Is it Diana? Maybe. Diantha. That's a name I made up. No, that's her name, Diantha. Oh, okay. Haha. Yeah, hers is like a big necklace, right? And Archie wears an anchor. And then, um, 
What's his face is is on his glasses. Is he Maxi? Maxi's, yeah. Maxi's is in his glasses. And um what's the other guy? Landra? Lysander. Lysandra. Lysander, yes. They need to make the bad guys' names a little more pronounceable. <laughs> At least lay answers. <laughs> Why learn to pronounce the name? Hmm? I'm just gonna call him Gyarados guy. Because he had a Because Gyarados. he had a Gyarados. I don't remember which game it is, but there's like that fisherman where he has like five Magikarps and then a Gyarados. <laughs> that sounds like something that happened multiple times. So, when I saw that red and blue were going to mm-hmm. be in the game, I was eating a peanut butter sandwich because <laughs> it was mm-hmm. during my lunch. And I was like, like they kept eating faster. Oh my gosh, I am excited. So what would be kind of a fun little uh, nod would be, you know how there's Samson Oak Mm -hmm. in the game? If after you meet Blue, you guys are talking with Samson, and Samson's like, what's my nephew, or is it his nephew? It's like his his grandnephew or something. Grandnephew. What's my grandnephew's name again? And then you could just change his name (laughs) for the rest of the time. To Asshat. (laughs) To Asshat. 